Hey, hey, mama, welcome back. In case you haven't heard this lately, you are just amazing. I say that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, just look at how far you've come in your life and how much personal growth you've done. You are wicked smart. You've made it through some very difficult challenges in your life, haven't you? And you're working really, really hard to build a good life for you and your family. I bet that if you sat down right now with a pen and a paper, you could make a solid list of at least 10 things that you have done really well recently. One of our Breakthrough Moms members recently posted a quote in our group this past week that I love, and it said, Yes, you may still have a long way to go, but my gosh, have you seen how far you've come? Today I want to talk about the importance of stopping to acknowledge and appreciate our successes. As a personal development person, you likely have dreams and visions of how you want to continue to grow and develop and improve your life, and perhaps sometimes you fear that if you celebrate your successes too early, you'll slow down your progress and you'll be tempted to settle where you are and halt your growth. Today, we're going to talk about why you don't need to worry about this and why stopping to celebrate your wins, even your small wins, is actually necessary for continued growth. Stay tuned. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to invite you to book a one-on-one clarity call. Now's the time to make real progress on your goals and dreams for the new year and for the future. And I want to help you. You might be wondering what a clarity call would look like with me. Imagine working with me one-on-one personally on a phone call where we identify exactly what you want in your life and what's holding you back. Strategize on the next steps that you would need to take to get there and where we uncover your true potential. I know you're already a successful, hardworking woman, and I know that you want more for your life and for your family. Sometimes we all need someone to help us get out of our own way and step into the best version for our life. Clarity Calls book up fast, so visit sarahmunder.com today to learn more. The best time to plant an oak tree was 10 years ago. The second best time is today. Don't wait to invest in your future and your potential. Your future self will be so grateful for what you do today. Now, back to the show. Well, hey there, and welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. Before we dive into today's topic, quick shout out to one of my dear one-on-one coaching clients, Natalie, who recently sent me a testimonial and said, working with Sarah has been so amazing. She's keeping me on my toes, 
making sure I'm actively working towards my goals, and helping me to stay accountable. I'm so excited to see what I'm capable of, and I know Sarah will be a wonderful cheerleader and resource along the way. Natalie has been one of my favorite clients because she's someone who is willing to put the work in, and she takes initiative. She's someone who's willing to take an honest look at the things holding her back from reaching her goals, and it's truly been a pleasure to work with someone so devoted to getting to the next level and doing whatever it takes for her to reach her potential. So shout out to you, Natalie, if you're listening to this. Natalie originally found me, I think, from this podcast. And so I hope she's listening to this episode and I hope it makes her day. And if you are interested in working with me in a one-on-one coaching relationship, send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me there as at Sarah Munder or send me an email directly to sarah at sarahmunder.com. Today we're talking about why. If you want to grow as a person, if you want to make breakthroughs in your home life, in your systems at home, in your parenting, in your relationships, in your finances, in your health and fitness, and you want to see progress in these areas, you have to, have to, have to. Did I say that enough? You have to regularly stop and ask yourself, what am I doing well? What am I proud of? What improvements have I already made? See, there's a common misbelief that if we refuse to be satisfied with where we're currently at, we're more likely to advance to the next level in our lives and achieve success in our endeavors. You see it all the time especially in the motivational space. At least I see it all the time because this is my, you know, my job. You see it on t-shirts. You see it in quotes on Facebook and Instagram. People put it as their phone's wallpaper. Never be satisfied. And we might fear that satisfaction with ourselves or our progress or our lives will somehow lead to settling. And it will cause us to lose motivation and stop trying. But here's why this thought process is actually counterintuitive to our success. If we're always dissatisfied, then that means we're always focused on the negative. And we're going to miss the opportunity to evaluate what's working. There's a saying that you can't manage what you can't measure. Or you can't manage what you don't measure, I should say. And so if we truly want to make progress on our goals this year and manage our lives well, we have got to be willing to take an honest look at where we're at and the progress we've already made. And that includes recognizing and celebrating what we're doing well. Now, the other thing about being chronically dissatisfied with ourselves is that if we never stop to appreciate our strengths and our achievements and our successes and how far we've come and how good of a mother we really are, then we're never going to be happy or feel joy. And happiness and joy counts for something, right? One of my favorite books by Brendan Burchard. I talk about his book all the time. 
High Performance Habits says that perennial dissatisfaction is the first step on the path to misery. If we don't allow ourselves to feel satisfied with how far we've come, then we have to ask, what's the point? Why are we even working on bettering ourselves and our lives in the first place? Why are we even trying to achieve goals? And at what point are we actually going to feel satisfied? Now, sister, if, if you have this idea in your head that happiness is going to come at a later time, that it's going to come when you've reached this point in your life, or when you've made this amount of money, or when you have reached this ideal weight, you are wrong, my friend. Happiness doesn't come as a result of those things. But it's the other way around. Those things in our life come as a result of us choosing to be happy now. And how we do that is, part of it is, we stop to celebrate what we're proud of. And we stop to celebrate the joys and the blessings in our life that we have now. Because the only way to feel happy then is if we feel happy now. Now, it's common for people, especially moms, to feel that we must beat ourselves up as a way to discipline ourselves into being better. Perhaps we fear that we must beat ourselves up before someone else points out our shortcomings. It's less painful when it comes from ourselves, right? And this happens on a very subconscious level. And it can stem from the way our parents and our caregivers treated us when we made mistakes as children. We internalized that judgment and it may have been very painful. It may have felt like rejection. And so we protect ourselves by punishing ourselves, even mentally. But as it turns out, when it comes to being better and it comes to growing and improving, it's actually the opposite that's true. The research shows that high performers consistently do better when they approach their work and their goals from a much more positive place with a sense of play, like this life they're living and this journey that they're on is like a fun game and being connected to where they're at in any given moment. Chronic dissatisfaction with yourself does not lead to growth. And when we do acknowledge and appreciate our successes, we don't tell ourselves, well, I'm good now. I think I'll just kick my feet up and stop putting any more effort in. (laughs) We're actually more motivated to keep going, aren't we? And reach the next level or the next goal because we feel motivated. We feel empowered. We tell ourselves, Gosh, I did this. What else can I do? And so it actually motivates us to keep going. Just think about how children respond to negative criticism versus positive criticism. If you're always focused on what a child is doing wrong, they're not going to feel very compelled or very empowered to do more. 
they're going to feel like a failure, like they don't measure up. And they begin to form this story in their minds that they can never get it right, which only perpetuates the problem. So whenever they're faced with a challenge, they're going to repeat that story in their mind that they're not capable. Remember that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And this applies to you too. And I want to remind you that when you take the pressure off yourself and you drop the self-criticism, you tend to put less pressure and criticism on others too. And so naturally, others are going to be drawn to you and your positivity and be inspired by your optimism. It's going to empower them. So if others respond better when you drop the negative criticism, then the same goes for you and your self-talk too. The voice in your head that continues to repeat the things about yourself throughout the day. If you make an effort to say no to those self-defeating thoughts that come in and you focus on what you're doing well in the progress that you've already made, you're going to respond much more positively too, like a child would, and you're going to have a sense of empowerment to do more. So then the question is, how can this actually play out in your life today? How can you put these concepts into practice? Now, as a life coach, I am a big proponent of regularly evaluating where we're at in our lives and whether we're on track with our goals and whether we're living in alignment with the year that we want to design. In my own life, I do this weekly and I do kind of a shortened version of this daily. And I also have my one-on-one coaching clients do this weekly as well. I think it's important to take an honest look at our lives and the way we are living our lives because, again, as the saying goes, you can't manage what you don't measure. And so this step of critical evaluation is very important to the growing process as it allows us to adjust as necessary. Ideally, you want to have a routine in place where you do this every week, but at the very least, Every month, you should be checking in and figuring out what's working and, if necessary, what needs to be changed. Now, you might be wondering, though, how do I honestly evaluate myself and acknowledge the areas that I'm weak in while at the same time focusing on what I'm doing well? And please understand that in this episode, I am not saying that you should just turn a blind eye to the areas of your life that need work. But there's a big difference in saying to ourselves, this thing that I've been doing is just not aligned with the kind of life that I want to live, and therefore I want to change it. And I can't believe I keep doing this. What's wrong with me? I never get it right. Do you hear the difference in those two? The first one requires humility and strength and a belief in ourselves to change anything in our lives that's not working. The second one comes from a place of hopelessness and victim mentality. And you and I are not victims, are we, sister? Our lives are not hopeless. We know that we are the queen of our tribe. We are strong and powerful, and we have the ability to change anything that's not working. We also have the ability to create whatever amazing thing we want in our life. So remember, celebrating yourself is not going to cause you to stop trying. Pat yourself on the back more often. Recognize what you're doing well 
and where you're kicking ass. And when you have a positive interaction where you feel like you handled something really well and you're proud of it, stop to acknowledge it. If you've successfully been able to overcome a habit or a pattern that wasn't serving you, stop to recognize what led up to that, how you were able to do that, and then add it to your bank of confidence. And if you do struggle with the negative self-talk, Make a list of the things that you're proud of and the things that you do well and the things that you love about yourself. Make that list every day. Create a habit out of this. See, you've got to keep kicking and punching those negative, critical thoughts to the side and replace them with empowering thoughts. And every time you do, the self-defeating thoughts will become weaker and weaker until you no longer believe them. Before you know it, you'll walk around feeling really good about yourself and your life, and you'll be even more motivated to take positive steps, make positive change, and believe in your abilities. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. You seriously inspire me, and I believe in you. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag motivation for moms podcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.